Welcome to the Sleep by Shay podcast. I'm Shay Morrison, sleep expert and co-founder of The Goodnight Co. Join me each week for hints and tips on all things sleep and follow me on Instagram at Shay Morrison. Hello and welcome back to the Sleep by Shay podcast. Here at The Goodnight Co, we are huge believers in self-care and prioritizing you for a happier, healthier self. In saying that, we also understand that most of us live very busy lives, whether it's juggling your family, your career, or both. In today's episode, I'm joined by busy entrepreneur Kelly Jamison, who has built her business, Edible Blooms, around her love for the gift giving and creating joy. Tune in as we chat about her positive experience through the COVID boom and how she manages to fit in self-care during her busy schedule. It's so wonderful to have you on the podcast, Kelly. I've known you for a couple of years now and you were um, a guest on one of our sleep retreats, which was amazing. And I'd love to know how you slept last night. It's the question I like to ask all the guests. Thanks, Shay. It's so great to be here today and to share my sleep stories. So in answer to your first question, I slept very well last night. I woke up early. I love waking up before my alarm and that's what happened to me today. Beautiful. And, you know, it's so great to have you on because uh, we were talking about how do we get better sleep through being joyful, which for some people might seem a little bit of a stretch. Um, Where does joy and gratitude come into getting better sleep? But I think that there is such a great synergy between um, these two topics because when we are feeling joyful, truly joyful, and when we are very grateful, there's a feeling of contentment, I think, that comes with that. And you are um, an amazing businesswoman who has been in business for a very long time um, and (laughs) too long. And so I'd love to share today with the audience around, um, you know, the parts that you do in your business and what your business is, which is really around this joy component. And um, maybe if you can tell us a little bit about your journey and Edible Blooms and um, what inspired you to start the business and what keeps you going to really keep going and bringing such joyful moments to people. Oh, thanks, Shay. Well, look, there's a lot of a lot of components to to that question, um, and I'll, I'll I'll break it out a little bit. So, I guess if I start with edible blooms and how that all started, I always wanted to be, um, I guess, the master of my own destiny and to run my own business. I knew that from quite an early age, and so edible blooms came to life really quickly when I when I mashed together, literally mashed together all the things I love to deliver joy and make people around me feel special it was combining flowers it was combining amazing food because I'm a real foodie and it even combined champagne and wine which (laughs) I also love and so literally you put those three things together and you get the ultimate edible blooms delivery of course the alcohol is optional and we're actually working on a whole range of non-alcoholic options at the moment which is pretty exciting so um, edible blooms literally started from that seed of doing all the things I love in one amazing delivery and so edible bloom started in brisbane it was back in 2005 and i'd probably call my sister and i started the business with my sister abby and i'd probably call us early pioneers of e-commerce in australia because 2005 you know we weren't sure if we were going to be an e-commerce business or 
one of those stores that was available on, you know, multiple sites around the city, which potentially would have been a franchise model. And in fact, we even had our first franchise inquiry, I think it was within six weeks of starting up from someone in Tassie. So it was amazing. It was amazing how word of mouth spread because we were doing something really innovative, something really appealing to people. We were putting great value into the traditional way of gift giving, which, which I've always been really proud of and we grew really quickly so we started I was living in Brisbane at the time and our first location opened in Brisbane and by the end of our first 12 months uh, we we had four locations we had Adelaide Sydney and Melbourne open and the first eight months of that year I was still consulting to the big law firm that I used to work for so it was a pretty crazy period but I also didn't have children back then that's right and I also wasn't married with a mortgage so um, you know life was a little bit simpler and I could really just put a lot of time into it so if we're talking about sleep I would say starting a business is not conducive to good sleep because (laughs) I don't think I don't think I slept a lot in that first our first few years to be honest and I rarely had a holiday but um but you know I guess I look back now and it's pretty exciting to look back at what Abby and I have achieved in the last nearly 17 years and that's why I think I've been in business almost too long and I was only talking to somebody today about you know this is the longest job I've ever had and it's also a job (laughs) I can't leave so it's when you start a business you really start something that you're sort of anchored to which um you know has its pros and its cons in itself so I guess that probably hopefully wraps up a few of those things but yeah ultimately yeah it's that joyful piece and I think when I really reflect on what the business gives me it's the ability to do really joyful things daily and work with my team on that too which which I absolutely love. Yeah, it's amazing. And and you've done such an incredible job. And I know that the last two years has been really full on for you. Um, COVID has been good and bad for um, many reasons. But I, I think for your business, it was certainly a piece that, um, you know, really helped that grow because people, you know, there, there was this really strong sense of community, I think, that was built during COVID and people wanting to reach out and check on people. And without that physical contact, I guess your business was such an amazing, I guess, bringing in some some uh, happiness and some some joy and some peace for people because they were able to send their love through that through that communication. Yeah, I think so too. And I think it was that ability to connect. And I think that's something mm. that I think stayed with a lot of us since COVID is the importance of connecting with one another because we've had so many challenges in that ability so many stop starts too of ability yes you can go out no 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 you're back <laughs> you can't go out again um but I think yeah. it's made us really appreciate that ability to connect um with one another and I think also it's changed our perspectives on what's important it certainly has for me um and I think it's the little things that you appreciate too you know like it's uh, well for me it's made me grateful for some of those smaller things and certainly more about experiences And certainly I'm, you know, a lot less focused on material items. It's more about um, being present um, and being grateful um, for what Mm. what we do have. And I think that's what's important when things get a bit tougher. 
Absolutely. And, you know, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day and it's all, it's a lot of it's about creating memories, um, particularly as parents with children. Um, I know that our children are of similar age and creating these memories because they're the things that you can draw on also when you're in a challenging time to remember the things that did give you joy or made you feel good that, you know, were with your family or with other people. Um, So I think creating memories, which is also something that your business does, because people remember that feeling that they got when they received their their package or or, or whatever they're receiving. So I think that that's beautiful as well. Mm, definitely. And so Kelly, I know that you're a busy entrepreneur. You you know you juggle lots of different hats. Where does self care? How do you prioritize self care in um, in your week? It's a really good question. I would say. It's the thing that gets bumped and I shouldn't let it get bumped um, <laughs> when things get busy or, or, you know, your children become your priority and so you always put those their, their priorities ahead of your own. But one of the things I do try and make non-negotiable is I'm, I'm part of a, um, a mum's group and on Sunday mornings we all get up early and we go for a walk or a run together and I live down by the coast so Beautiful. it's also just a really nice way of being outdoors and uh, connecting with other um, women that I love and so that's kind of one of my routine. And I think the key with making self-care work is making it a routine. And so I really hate mm. it when I have a Sunday morning when I'm away or when I can't be there. So even if I'm really exhausted or I've had a few drinks the night before, I'll still get up on that Sunday morning. And I'd like to think of myself, I'm one of the regulars that turns up. But anyone, it's a group that anyone can turn up to whether they want to or not. And one of my friends actually started the group and I just think it's such a brilliant thing. Just a, um, It's just a Facebook group and it, we announce where it's going to be at a certain time and everyone just turns up. It's so simple but it's different yeah. and it changes. So that's a really good one. And another thing I am trying to do is a lot more walking. So yeah, I love um I love walking and the other thing I do love is reading and I'm a massive consumer of books so I would read a book at least every week Um, and that's my um, time that I prioritise and whether it's a fiction book or whether it's a learning book, I just, and podcasts are another thing, I do love podcasts. Um, So they're they're the things that I make time for that I guess enrich my soul and make me feel good and they're both things actually um reading is part of my sleep routine as well so oh beautiful so that's um how I switch off from my day as well and that's when I'll tend to read less learning content and more fiction because I think just switch my brain off of my active thinking from the day and just take my brain somewhere else so that I can kind of relax and go to sleep and I love to hear that you're doing that You, you know I'm I'm hosting lots of um, sleep workshops and we're about to launch online consultations. So we've just been going through a bit of a testing phase and talking to lots of people um, as I do about sleep. And I think that, um, you know, we're living in this 24 hour society now and it's really difficult for people to switch off. And unfortunately, grabbing a device um, is not helping, you know, and it's not to say that you can't use a device, you know, for the purposes of what it needs to be. But when it comes to bedtime, reading a book um, or listening even to an audio book, um, that's what yeah, our, you know, my parents' generation, that's what they used to do, they used to listen to the radio. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, that's an, it's such a great um, switch if we're looking to switch things out. Yeah, definitely. And the one thing I, I really wish I'd had, I had, I would make more time for is exercise every day. So yeah. I probably do it every second day. It would be how often I exercise at the moment. But I know 
and it's terrible when you know this, but I know I would sleep better if I fit it in every day. So absolutely, that's that's definitely part of my goal setting moving forward. But you know, we we can't be perfect. Small steps, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Small steps, and I think being um, having awareness, uh, just having awareness about it is a great place to start. Um, and then you know, fitting it in when you can fit it in, and not beating yourself up about it. And I think that this is also one of the challenges that comes with sleep is that uh, when we start to beat ourselves up about it and we become a bit more stressed and anxious, then that's when it becomes harder to sleep and and it's this vicious Mm. cycle. So being gentle on ourselves, but understanding that it's a priority is a great place to start. Yeah, definitely. I think so too. We've spoken just before about joy and gratitude and practicing gratitude. I know that this is something that is important to you. What what do you think? Like, why is it important for people to have an awareness of gratitude and how can they use that to Mm. be more positive, to be more uplifted and to help with sleep? Well, look, I'm naturally an incredibly optimistic person and I would probably say it's also one of my downfalls because I always think the cup is half full and I've, look, I've honestly just always been wired that way. It's probably why I became an entrepreneur because most people who really looked at all the risks would definitely not do it. <laughs> but um, but I, uh, look, I've always been wired that way. But one thing as I've gotten older is that I've really... I've really reflected on gratitude and how that makes me feel. And so when I remind myself of what I'm really grateful for, and it could be really simple things, I always feel better. And actually a friend of mine gave me some sleep tips. I was really, I had a, um, had a lot going on at one stage and I was struggling sleeping and she gave me the technique of, she said, before you go to bed each night, Kelly, just think about three things you're grateful for. And so I started doing that and it really did help me because you're putting your your mind and you probably know the science behind this shade because you know so much more about it than I do. But I feel that it does it, it does something in your in your mind that it, it just relaxes you because you're thinking about the good things and you stop that worrying. You know, that's a lot of yeah. the reason I think we all stay up late at night, whether we're a, a parent or we're, you know, an executive or we're, you know, running a business, whatever it is, it's, it's the worries that we have. And I've never worried more since I had children. Yeah. I was not a worrier before then. Um, but gratitude to me is that key that can switch you from that worry mode to peaceful mode which I think is incredibly important and one of the things I do with my children when they go to sleep each night we actually do we used to do the what are you grateful for moments but another friend of mine gave me the tip of they have the two oranges and a lemon so the oranges are the good things about their day and the lemon's something that's not so good because then you're actually learning a bit of insight into what might have been bothering and they can unload that as they go to sleep so we've done the grateful moments with our kids as they go to bed each night and it's been it's a really good mindset for them yeah so for any other parents listening I'd just say that's one of the great things we do with our kids every day and it gives you a chance just to have that connection piece as well as they're um, heading off to sleep and they do go to sleep quicker which is every parent's dream (laughs) absolutely and there is absolutely science behind um, being having gratitude practice uh, or practices and sleep and it is definitely the switch um, so you know the switch of the mindset so that we are um, grateful and connecting and having that connection with self to understand what's important and switch the mind from the the stress and the worry um, or the negativity Mm. that might be happening in that um, information loop. 
And I think that, you know, there are some really simple things that we can do to get better sleep and often they're free and simple and that's definitely one of them. And, you know, you can you don't need to necessarily write it down, but if you wanted to write it in a little um, gratitude journal, it's a nice um, reflection tool as well. Um, or just uh, thinking about it or having a conversation with your children or with your partner um, or even just for yourself to, to sit and think about that for a moment can be a mm. great alternative, particularly for people if they're not wanting to um, necessarily engage in a meditation practice or, you know, that's not really their thing, then this can be a really nice, quick, simple thing to do as well. Yeah, honestly, it's so easy and it makes a massive difference. Kelly, you have your own podcast, which is called um, This Is Joy. And it's something that I'm sure that you started with your sister. And we'd love to know uh, the concept behind that. And, um, you know, what what you've uncovered as you've been doing the, those podcasts. Well, I honestly love our podcast. I really enjoy it. I hate listening to my own voice, but other than that, <laughs> I absolutely love it. And my sister's the same, but we have a lot of fun when we're doing it. And we're really just interviewing mostly women um, that we really um, admire, but we're also asking them for some of their joy hacks in our podcast. And so, because I know this, I have certain joy hacks in my life. And the idea is that they're things that you do to free up time so you can spend more time doing things you love that bring you joy. And so we've actually just recently split out the podcast so that we have um, the conversation piece, which is about um, the person we're interviewing, one of their most joyful days of their life, um, which is beautiful, and we hear the most amazing stories. However, they often come with a challenge first. So what you realise that joy comes from often a painful situation or a challenging situation or something that can be quite sad, Mm. but it's the flip side of that that has brought that person the most joy. And so it also makes you realise that um, we have to experience pain to feel love, you know, like it's that Mm. kind of flip side. And it also makes you realise you don't want everything to be vanilla and boring because you'd never have those highs, Mm. those amazing euphoric moments that make you feel amazing. And so really delving into what is joy for people has educated us a lot on what joy is all about. So that in itself has been incredibly rewarding, but we've just started splitting out the podcast so that the joy hack where we can actually ask someone who's a very busy person how they save some time to make more time for joy. Um, mm. so that's what we're going. So you, you'll see in our podcast as over time it will evolve a little bit so you can just listen if you just want to have the joy hacks and just yeah. take away some of those little learnings, those, you know, five-minute snippets. So that's, yeah, it's been it's been so much fun. So we're excited to, to record some more podcasts this year and um, keep that This Is Joy um, continuing, which is exciting. Oh, that's beautiful. And what have you got um, coming up in your business? Is uh, I'm sure that there are exciting things that are planned for um, the back half of the year. What's mm. happening at Edible Blooms in uh, the remainder of the year? Oh, thanks, Shay. Look, honestly, so much. 
we have just switched to 5 p.m. delivery cutoff. So that means that people can actually order up until 5 p.m. for delivery that same day in every capital city, which is pretty amazing. Um, and that's testament to our team that they can turn it around because we are making wow. incredibly beautiful, fresh products. And it just means, I guess it's all about our customers. So all decisions we make in our business are all in the interest of our customers, but it takes a lot of coordination from our team to make some of these things happen. So that's been pretty exciting. I think later in the year, we're going to move to seven day a week delivery. So that's in the pipeline, yeah. which is pretty wow. awesome. Um, And we're also working at the moment on um, Christmas, which I know we're recording now, but Christmas is going to be here before we know it. And I should mention one of our Christmas products, actually, because going on your sleep retreat was a bit of the inspiration, actually. Um, Mm. So when I was on your sleep retreat and I found it really fascinating learning about the foods and things like that, because, you know, eating the right foods can actually make a difference to how well you sleep. And it really does. And one of the things that I remember... um, I learned was that cherries are one of the, like it's yeah. got the most natural, you know, good things for sleep in them. And um, my kids love cherries actually. So my mum actually pits them and they have them through the year. They love cherries for their dessert, um, like, you know, like a stewed cherry type thing. And um, But this Christmas we're actually doing fresh cherry boxes in oh, our range. Beautiful. Which I think is gorgeous. And yeah. um and we're partnering with an Adelaide Hills producer that grow the cherries and um, they also produce this amazing um, fizzy cherry and apple non-alcoholic, like a fizzy drink. Oh, beautiful. So, yeah, so it's almost like a sparkling drink but it's just all oh. natural juice. So um, so we're doing some really interesting things because I think from an employee rewards and recognition program, I think they're mm-hmm. the kinds of products that employers are looking for. They're looking for things that are really good for their team that make them feel special and we're also partnering with an amazing um, Aboriginal Indigenous artist. Um, so we've got a beautiful Australian made range that we're pull- putting out this Christmas as well with lots of Australian produce. So we've got lots of wonderful um, collaborations and partnerships in our pipeline. And um, But, yeah, the cherries are one that I can definitely attribute to the Good Night Co. Oh, and beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and attending your sleep retreat because I bet that really stuck with me. It was around eating good foods you know, making sure you're not having caffeine late in the night. And, you know, just they're things we all know, but you need to be told them firmly to say this is what you need to do <laughs> to yeah. get a good night's sleep and it makes the world of difference. I love cherries and it is it definitely reminds you of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but as, you know, and as you mentioned, um, when we talk about eating cherries, you can eat them all throughout the year because you can um, buy frozen cherries even and use them in a porridge in the morning or, like you said, stewed um, as a dessert at night time. So, um, and I, I love that idea of partnering with somebody in the Adelaide Hills, but they will be available for distribution, I imagine, all throughout Australia. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. What a great idea. Oh, it, they're beautiful. We've done all the photography. It looks amazing. So, um, yeah, and we're doing, we're combining it with our berries, obviously, because we do a lot of strawberries and things as well. So just like really great, beautiful Australian produce. Um, you just can't get better. So talk to us just um, about if, if somebody's been living under a rock and they hadn't heard of edible blooms, um, maybe just explain a little bit about um, the benefits for people because you do get to, as you're talking about extending your cutoff times, this can be something that somebody can order um, a beautiful parcel for a gift or as a recognition for all sorts of occasions um, and then have that delivered pretty much throughout Australia depending on exact locations, same day. Yeah, that's right. So yes. Edible Blooms is about um, gifting differently, making it a bit special and 
So our bouquets, our signature range is bouquets that are made of edible items that look like flowers. So whether it's a chocolate bouquet or one of our um, strawberry bouquets, um, they're beautiful edible arrangements that look stunning and they it's what they say it's the message they deliver that's most important but they do it in a really unique way so I guess that's that's what edible blooms is all about but what we realize with our customers is that our customers love ordering from us but they can't always send the signature edible bloom so now we've added on gift hampers so we have these amazing Australian made hampers with beautiful produce in them Um, we also do a living plant range so we deliver um, beautiful succulents um and um like gorgeous plants indoor plants um people can deliver and um yeah so the range has really expanded outside of our signature range but everyone knows this as edible blooms so mm-hmm. but it is becoming um i guess a place to gift something special regardless of the occasion so it, and that's part of the fun for us is coming up with new ideas all of the time which is great Absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, seeing the cherries um, <laughs> and uh, I have some ideas for you. So I'm going to talk to you about that. Oh, right. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Um, but before we uh, wrap up, Kelly, I'd love to know um, for you to be able to share. I know that, some, that you have mentioned before and you've been on one of our sleep retreats that sleep is not something that has always come easily to you, which is why most people will be listening to this podcast because that's um, something that that most people are struggling with. What are some of your, apart from reading, uh, which I absolutely love, what, what else are your bedtime essentials? What are your um, go-tos before going to bed that you know are really going to make a difference? Great question. And look, I have always struggled with sleep. It's not something that naturally I'm great at. My sister, on the other hand, has been an excellent sleeper her entire life <laughs> and can literally hop on a plane and just fall asleep. And I'm sitting there watching, you know, you know, watching five movies or whatever it might be. Um, so uh, I'm not naturally a great sleeper. I think I have a, my mind's just always really active. So um, I think when I came to your sleep retreat, the one thing was um, making sure your bedroom environment's really comfortable and having great pajamas. So um, that's something that I um, do prioritize. Um, but also following a routine each night. So I do try and do the same thing. And then the other thing I know, the nights that I sleep better are the nights I go to bed earlier. So yeah. if I leave it too late because I'm up trying to clear my email inbox which does happen quite a bit they're the nights I have a rubbish sleep and I know Mm. that as I'm working away this is I'm going to have consequences from it Um, so I definitely try not to do that very often Um, it's only when I really have to so definitely getting that early night as I said reading um, and making sure you know you're switching off of white light as early as you can so you know, honestly, when I came back from the sleep retreat, I was turning, dimming all the lights. <laughs> Andrew was like, my husband was like, what, what's all this? And I'm like, it's, it's all about getting a really good sleep. So honestly, there's heaps of things. But for me, they're really good basics are just that, you know, having a really nice place to go to sleep that you're really comfortable in and then going to bed early and reading. Yeah. It makes the world of difference. Yeah, and that's great. And this is what we're encouraging people to do is find two or three things that you can do um, every night and keep the consistency there and and then watch the difference that it makes because it's only going to, um, mm-hmm. you know, enrich your life so that you wake up feeling good. That's what we want is for people to wake up in the morning and feel great. 
Oh, and I forgot to mention, Shay, my little rollers. I've got these beautiful rollers from the Goodnight Company. I use them all the time. And yeah. I always make sure when I'm traveling, because I don't know about anyone else listening, but when I travel and I'm not in my own bed, that's when I find it even harder to sleep. So having little things like the little herbal rollers that help you like just help, you know, it's like it's almost like a bit of a signal time to go to sleep. So um, some of those little tricks when you're traveling are really helpful too. Absolutely. And on tips, is are there any other tips that you can leave the audience with on um, some advice on how they can find joy in their daily life because to help change their life? Because I, I think that sometimes people really truly want to feel joyful but just don't really know where to start. There's probably two things I'll mention today. I've got so many, but um, one of the things that will stop you from feeling joy is when you're just worrying and you've got a lot on your mind. And my one trick, and it's not rocket science, but it's just write it down. So mm-hmm. if something's bothering you, like what are the things that are bothering you, you write them down. And someone very wise, and I don't know who told me this, but this helped me with my worrying. They said you should only worry about the things you can control. If you can't control it, you just shouldn't worry about it. It's not worth the brain space. So really write it down and really analyse that list. If it's, you know, a potential tsunami, well, you know, just get it. You can't do anything about it. <laughs> but if it's, you know, I've got, you know, six things that I need to get done by the end of the week, just prioritise them, do the hardest ones first and get them done and that will make the world of difference. And the other part of that is that that feeling of gratitude and reminding yourself why your cup is half full, not half empty. So what is amazing about your life and the people that you have in your life um, and being grateful for those people and the simple things that you have whether it's the sun shining or you know seeing a rainbow I was I remember a few weeks ago I was having a particularly tough time and I was driving the children to school and I saw this incredible rainbow it was the, you know when you see those perfect rainbows and it's a fully formed like and I was like today's going to be an awesome day and I just <laughs> I've seen this rainbow it's going to be an awesome day. and it was and so I think a lot of it is about that positive mindset. So, um, you know, being grateful for those little things um, makes all the world of difference. Absolutely. And I love um, finishing on that because I think being able to find a way to shift mind, your mindset and starting with that in the morning is is a great place. Often, you know, all the time here at the Goodnight Co, we're talking about your best night's sleep starts in the morning. So if you can really master the morning, I don't know if anyone is a, a Mel Robbins fan, but um, it's absolutely something that she talks about all the time. And just waking up, getting up, tackling the day, getting ready to, um, you know, take on whatever you need to take on, but with that joyful spirit, and that is going to set you up for your day and so that you also have a great night, Mm. um, which is a a great place to end. Love that. Thank you, Shay. Pleasure. And uh, where can people find you, Kelly, and um, find out a bit more about Edible Blooms if they uh, are not already familiar? Oh, fantastic. Well, um, obviously our website's ediblooms.com.au. It's also .co.nz and .co.uk. Um, you can also follow us on at ediblebloomsau, UK and NZ on all of the social channels. <laughs> uh, and if anyone wants to reach out personally, I'm pretty, pretty active on LinkedIn. So look me up, Kelly Jamison on LinkedIn. and I'd love to connect. 
Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us today. What an amazing topic to be talking about, feeling joyful and um, appreciating gratitude. I think that they're two things that certainly um, the world could, you know, do more of and we could be feeling absolutely amazing. So it's so lovely to connect and for you to share uh, your wisdom on the topic. And I hope that you have a beautiful night's sleep tonight. Thank you, Shay. I will definitely do my best. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Thanks, Kelly. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Sleep by Shay podcast. If you're interested in learning more about our guests or any of the topics we've spoken about today, head on over to the show notes for all the details and sleep advice you need. If you like what you're hearing or are sleeping better, we'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and listen along with the Sleep by Shay podcast to wake up looking and feeling your very best every day. 